Welcome to another edition of uh, Conversation with the Socialists. I am here with Howie Hawkins, the presidential nominee for the Green Party. How are you, sir? I'm good. Uh, and nice to hear. Uh, this is my first time at a protest, a uh, Green Party, any party protest, really. And I want to ask you, um, now with the protests going on with Black Lives Matter and other uh, things going on in regards to like, the Proud Boys, uh, mess with the, 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 whole, the whole thing, um, have you spoken with uh, any representative uh, from BLM and uh, do, they, do they endorse uh, candidates at all, do you know? Well, BLM's decentralized. They do have a national organization that, that recognizes chapters, but there are a lot more Black Lives Matter groups that are part of that. The, their national group tends to uh, not endorse and sort of mobilize people de facto into the Democratic Party. But like in my city of Syracuse, two young black women are in the leadership of the Black Lives Matter group or in the Green Party. So we have a good relationship with them. And, uh, you know, the Greens come out for these protests. We're going to one today in Cleveland outside the debate. That'll be about racial justice and climate justice. And we were at a march on that same theme in New York City last Sunday. And the Greens are out in force. So uh, that's something we're definitely deeply involved in. In terms of endorsements, we're not getting official endorsements, but we're getting rank and file people saying they're voting for us. Okay. Uh, now, you were pretty much the first one to uh, run out of the Green Deal in uh, 2010 in uh, New York for, uh, for uh, governor, right? That's right. First uh, candidate in the United States, that was 2010. And for those who are still within those uh, those industries that you want to go from, like, that, uh, like coal and uh, gas and all that stuff, and transfer to uh, reusable energy. Uh, is there a part in your policy that would uh, financially help transform, uh, transform their own um, uh, living situation into the life of uh, reusable energy? Well, you're talking about the workers. We have a just transition program that would guarantee five years of uh, their wages and benefits at the level they were working at. If they are displaced, like if they're working in a factory that uses fossil fuels, it's got to be transformed into a factory that uses clean fuels or in a power plant or in uh, the fracking industry. So it won't take five years to find them jobs because our Green New Deal plan creates 38 million jobs, transforming the whole economy to zero to negative carbon emissions in 100% clean energy in a decade. So there's plenty of work, and it includes retraining for people that need new skills, but a lot of those skills are transferable, so it shouldn't take long for people to find a comparable job in the green industries. Uh, you're also for uh, running on Medicare for All. Uh, now, if I remember right, you, you said a couple times in, uh, in media that uh, you want a uh, community-based uh, Medicare for All. Uh, does that include uh, the community having say on... Uh, Doctors that go in there, or uh, anything of that sort. I mean, it's community-based, like uh, just like with the policing. I think I think you said in the past that you want community-based police departments instead of like uh, city-ran or government-ran. As far as the part goes, is that is that about, is that about uh, right? As far as the part goes, or well, with the police, we want a police commission that represents the community in charge, particularly with investigating and disciplining misconduct. Now the police do that internally, internal affairs. And that's how they get away with these crimes of assault and murder and rackets like civil asset forfeiture. So we want a commission that's either elected by the public or selected by a lot like juries that represents the community. 
hires and fires the chief, sets the policies, and then deals with the disciplinary issues. And then in terms of health care, yeah, we want to socialize not just the payments. That's the single-payer plan. That's the Medicare for All National Health Insurance. We want a national health service where the delivery is also socialized. So the hospitals and clinics are public. The doctors and the nurses and the other health care workers are public employees. And they're locally elected health boards that oversee the administration of the system within their health districts. And then federate at the state and national level for overall planning and coordination. So they're responsive to us, not like they are now hospital corporations, insurance companies, drug companies. We would uh, socialize the pharmaceutical companies so they produce the drugs at cost for public benefit, not to maximize profit. And uh, do you have any, have you had any conversations with the CEOs, uh, uh, Councilwoman at Sawan, about, uh, about, their, about how they're handling the, the police department down there and other, other policies they're trying to enact, but Mayor Durkin's uh, vetoed it, but I guess the city council beat, uh, stopped her from being able to veto the new uh, budget. Uh, have you had any contact with anybody in Seattle in regards to uh, the policing and stuff of that nature? Well, I've talked to Greens in Seattle. I have not talked to Shama Saman about the police. Although I have expressed support, uh, the Democrats and Republicans are ganging up on her to try to recall her. Yeah. She's an independent socialist on the council. And, you know, they're treating her the way they treat the Greens. They don't want the competition. And they're spending a lot of money to a lot of rich folks in Seattle. And she's a thorn in their side. For the people like yourself, they couldn't afford to stay in Seattle because it's too damn expensive. Yeah. The rent is too damn high. And they don't have a housing program for working people in Seattle, but she does. And that's why they want to get rid of her, the landlords, the developers, the real estate industry. And we're facing, I mean, it's important that she's, we protect her because we're facing tens of millions of evictions when these uh, moratoriums are ended in the COVID crisis. And the rent and the mortgage payments come due. They piled up for people. They have been hurt, you know, lost jobs and income. And we need a housing program. And the Democrats and Republicans are beholden to the real estate industry. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on the uh, upcoming possible vote on the new stimulus package? And do you think there should be some added, uh, additives to it or uh, what they should take out? Uh, if you've heard anything about that? Yeah, if Biden doesn't beat up Trump or holding up the HEROES Act, which is the House passed back in May, uh, he should have his politician card rejected because that's such an easy target. But I'm not optimistic he'll do all the things he needs to do in this debate tonight. Um, the HEROES Act, much of it's good, but it's not enough. It doesn't deal with the housing crisis. It doesn't provide... I mean, Ilhan Omar had a good bill to basically relieve people's rent and mortgage payments have the federal government make up the difference so that the small landlords and the community banks, the people that service property, uh, manage property, their businesses don't go out of business because they're not getting rent mortgage payments. And that would be for the duration of the crisis. And that, that should be in the Heroes Act, but it's not. So it has aid for cities and states. It, it restores the unemployment supplement from the federal government. It does has some money for the postal services. They have some good things in it. But they're not going to pass anything to the new Congress. Uh, do you think the, the postal service should be fully uh, funded by the government? It's, it's, it mostly, I think, uh, serves the community at large, not not just uh, like Amazon and all that. That's more like a backup uh, carrier. Do you think that they should be 
uh, getting money from the government uh, to help uh, subsidize them. Uh, if memory served me, they uh, passed a, uh, a legislation quite a few years ago to say that they had to set aside like $70 billion or something like that for retirees and people that haven't even started working for them yet. Uh, would you get that repealed and, and, and uh, have the government fully subsidize them since they have been a part of the government for better part of how many years? Yeah, it was bipartisan legislation, both major parties, to pre-fund 75 years' worth of retiree health care. Nobody else does that. Private corporations don't do that. None of the other public pension funds do that. It was designed to make the bank, uh, Postal Service say they were bankrupt so they could privatize it, hand a business over to FedEx and UPS, and which do not do what the Postal Service does, which is cross-subsidized service to rural areas, inner cities, that... FedEx and UPS, they charge you more to get to those places. You have a uniform uniform cost. Postage paid for the Postal Service services. You don't need government subsidies. This other bill made them look like they're in trouble. Now, in the COVID pandemic, there's been uh, a problem with first-class mail, so the postage has been down. So they need some help, which we've done since the Constitution. You know, they subsidized postal rates for pamphlets and newspapers so the voting electorate the citizens could be informed so you know if they need help we should give it to them and that's part of the heroes act um, and it should be done but postal service can pay for itself it has for hundreds of years with postage so but we need to keep it as a public service it's not a you know the trump people want to run it like it's a for-profit business which is why they're you know, they're not paying overtime. They're destroying their sorting machines. I don't even know what that's about, except to slow down the mail on purpose. Yeah. That is, that's why Bush and, I say Bush, Trump and uh, Barr should be impeached. They're trying to rig the election by delegitimizing mail-in ballots and sabotaging the Postal Service. I mean, that's that's just sort of treason, but it's certainly impeachment. Yeah. Uh, I recently heard that one of the wording for, uh, I think, the Medicare Part D, one of the, uh, one of the Medicare Parts, uh, it was stated that uh, the government uh, cannot uh, negotiate prices with the pharmaceutical industry. Uh, and I think Part D, I, I'm not sure fully as far as that part of it, but that's why I heard the amongst the language in that legislation half like years ago. So uh, would, that, would you happen to know if that's actually part of the, of the language there, or and would you take that out so that the government can actually negotiate prices with uh, corporations, not only here but abroad? Yeah, that's why drug prices in the United States are, you know, many times more than anywhere else in the world. Because they passed a law saying Medicare couldn't uh, buy drugs, you know, with its big buying power and get a discount. That is just a favor to the drug companies that give campaign contributions, which are legalized bribery. I mean, our politicians don't care about us. They care about their donors. That is such a terrible law. Now, in our Medicare for All, as a national health service, we would make the drug companies public enterprises that operate at cost for public benefit, not to make profits. So we would get even lower costs for the drugs. Okay. Uh, well, uh, Mr. Hawkins, thanks, thanks for joining me today. Uh, it's a real pleasure. And I will let you go on to your thing. Uh, I will be voting for you uh, this, this November. And I'm, uh, I will be promoting the crap out of the Green Party, the Socialist Party. That's pretty much why I do have my podcast. So, bye. Thank you for joining me today. Well, thanks for having me.
Well, there goes that interview. It was a pleasure to uh, have Howie Hawkins on uh, my podcast in with like 12 minutes. Uh, but I also remind you that if you would like to, uh, in the future, vote for Green, vote for Socialist, whichever you prefer. Uh, as long as, in my hope, that it's not an establishment um, uh, party, make sure that you can get uh, ranked choice voting on the ballot in your state, city, municipality, whatever uh, it is that you live in. Uh, make sure you get down and ballot and vote it in because that's actually how you take out the spoiler effect that the DSC loved to, uh, to uh, get people on in regards to the Green Party or the Libertarians, for that matter, in regards to uh, the uh, Republicans. Uh, Republicans, if, uh, if, they, if, they had, if they had lost the presidency, uh, they would have sat there and blamed it on Libertarians. Uh, biggest problem with that whole thing is actually they they, they would have probably had something to, uh, something right about that because uh, Johnson actually in some states got more than uh, some of the down ballot uh, candidates if I remember right. But anyway, but yes, uh, today they will be doing a protest tonight from my desk from five o'clock, which is a couple hours. Actually, it's now five o'clock. My fault. To uh, nine or so, and that's in Cleveland, um, and that is during the presidential debates uh, between uh, uh, Trump. I mean Trump and um, and uh, uh, not right with Biden. Anyway, um, so if you want to do the whole uh, ranked choice, go to uh, yes on to rcv.com and uh, see what you can do in regards to getting that on the ballot in your state, uh, in your city, in your county, whichever the case may be. Anyways, um, I will be doing another interview tonight uh, with a person from the uh, CYM, which is, uh, again, uh, uh, Connolly uh, Youth Movement, uh, I'll just say in the, in the EU. With Alex Hametz, um, and also on Friday, um, I will be doing a conversation with a socialist, but with a communist this time, uh, Christopher his Christopher uh, Halali uh, from Vermont. But that is coming up in the next couple of days, so uh, enjoy that. Um, support this podcast with a dollar per month, and you'll be getting. This, as well as other things uh, during the week, I do this five days a week. So you'll be getting something, interviews or artists' opinions about what's going on. So thanks for listening. Uh, support with a dollar. Uh, go on to my YouTube channel of the same name. Subscribe to that. Um, I will be, uh, once I get paper or a printer I have, I will be doing actual announcements, news, stuff of that nature regarding Green Party, not just uh, in the United States, but uh, around the world, same thing with the International Socialists of, uh, Alternative, as well as Stateside Socialists Alternative, as well as SPUSA, you name it, if they are a socialist or communist or Green Party, you will be hearing about them from me and from my little podcast as well as my little YouTube channel. So subscribe to, the, so, so, yeah, subscribe to my channel on YouTube, uh, Conversation with the Socialist, and also donate a dollar to this podcast if you like what you hear. Thanks for listening, and I wish you have, have a good night.